Now this is a story all about how my... Hey guys, Dino Gomez here and you are listening to the Secrets of Coaching podcast where we break down the nuances of growing a seven-figure online coaching business and we are about to get started in three, two, one. In today's episode, we're going (laughs) to... Whoa. We are going to talk about how to break out of a sales slump, all right? Because they happen. They happen to all of us at some point for different reasons. So we're going to dive into this. All righty then. Um, a little Jim Carrey there, right? So how to break out of a sales slump, guys. Um, this will happen inevitably. because It's just uh, data and numbers. Um, and so there's a couple things to understand is that you will have a period of time where sales dip. And, and that just happens. What goes up must come down for a second. Um, and the, the key is, is to understand what's happening and to not overreact and to make the proper changes. All right. And so I'm going to break down uh, some of this for you guys here. Um, so what, what you should do first. All right. Let's just say you had an amazing month and then all of a sudden, you know, you start the next month out and you don't have any calls, you don't have any sales, or just out of nowhere, you know, you notice sales have gone down, or calls have gone down, inquiries have gone down, whatever it might be. This will happen naturally, just, you know, over time, just based on data. That's the first thing to understand and to recognize is that this is data, all right? And so do not panic, do not overreact, do not change anything, all right, if, if you've had a bad week, because it could just be an outlier, right? It could be the time of year, all right, during the summer, Sometimes sales dip a little bit. People are traveling. They're on vacation. You get more no-shows. All these different things come into play. Um, During the holidays, it can be very similar, although holidays are normally a really good time for sales as people gear up for the new year. Um, But nonetheless, little things can happen here and there right around the actual date of a holiday. So there's a lot of different factors. So the key, number one, is to remain calm, remain cool, and and that's most important because if you start freaking out and changing things, you could change what a working – what's a – proven to work system into something that is not going to work. So remain calm. All right. Number two, speak with your mentor. All right. If you have one, a uh, mentor or coach, really important that you do that at that point in time. And, and what you should be doing is looking at, at data and looking at things. All right. Cause what normally happens with a sales slump is one, it could just be an outlier again, time of year, uh, holidays, things of that nature. Um, it could just, it could, and again, if it only is like been a week or something like that, not much concern. Again, that could just be the outlier. Um, if it starts carrying on for two or three weeks, now you're starting to see a trend. Okay. And that's when you, you need to really analyze what's going on and then make appropriate changes. All right. Now, the first thing you want to look at is, uh, did anything change in marketing or in your daily deliverables and action items? All right. So what often happens, okay, is that you will have an, a, a record setting month right? Or a record setting quarter, something like that, amazing week. And you will be super stoked and happy and all the things and life is good and super high and and, and flow and all the amazing things, right? But then what happens is you take, without even realizing, you take your foot off the gas because your business has changed. If you have a really, really high month, you just onboarded a bunch of clients. And now all of a sudden you have more deliverables than normal. You might have more 1v1 calls, more group coaching calls, more questions you're answering in, in the uh, client-only group. You have all the different inputs all of a sudden, and that's going to take away from your time. And that time disappears, right? And that time previously might have went into marketing or might have went into you sending out a daily email, recording a podcast, doing videos, YouTube, whatever it might be, outreach. So all of a sudden you're still working as many hours and you're, you're justifying to yourself 
hey, I'm, I'm still putting in the full work week. Sales could, should continue and be steady. But what you've done is you've changed where you're putting your attention and you've taken your foot off of marketing, rightfully so, and you put it into client delivery. And so thus, your marketing has slowed down. The engine has slowed down over there and, and therefore the volume is going to slow down. All right, and so what you need to do, right, at, in this situation is you need to figure out, work with your coach or mentor to figure out how to maintain the same marketing velocity while also maintaining deliverables to your client. All right, and this is done with processes and systems and scaling and uh, the structure of your business, a lot of cool things that we work with our clients on so that they can literally onboard as many clients as they want without it taking away from their time or otherwise them trading their time for money so that they can scale. All right. And so that's what you want to do. Get together with your mentor, have a second set of eyes because they're probably going to spot something. They absolutely, if they're good, will spot something that's missing inside of your business that changed. And when you change an input, you change the output. All right. So that's normally why that's happening there. All right. And so let me give you guys a couple examples here. We had a client um, recently who's launching, who's transitioning from 1v1 coaching to group coaching. First time he's ever done this, okay? He's really excited about it. And he's normally very, very good and charismatic on sales calls. And he has a high-ticket group coaching program uh, selling for $3,000. And and so normally he, he's got a very high close rate. And uh, he hops on, you know, this is the first time he's ever selling his group coaching program. He hops on the first call. The person wants his program but says it's too expensive. All right, and so he immediately gets in touch with me and he's like, man, I've never had somebody that has desired to work with me say my stuff was too expensive and not actually close. He's like, what is going on? He's like, I don't, I'm feeling nervous about this group coaching program. So we had a 20 minute conversation. It wasn't even scheduled. I was like, Hey, let me, are you free right now? I'll hop on the phone with you. Trust me. We'll figure this out. Hop on the zoom call with him real quick. We talk face to face, a couple laughs, have some fun. Then we dive in. All right. And, and so we dive in and, and so I, I'm speaking with him and I'm like, you're O for one right now. That's not enough data. I was like, if you had five calls and you normally have a 50% close rate and you close none of them, you go 0 for 5. I was like, then you have a problem. You're 0 for 1 right now. Like, you don't need to change your pricing. You don't need to change your offer. I made sure the offer was good. And uh, I was like, you're just inside your head because you're selling something you've never sold before. All right. And so I had a conversation with him and we talked over a couple different things in terms of his, the way he uh, introduces and, and demonstrates the value of his um, group coaching program on these calls so that he doesn't get the price objection. So we went through that and we changed some things in his sales presentation because again, he was used to selling 1v1 coaching. So he's selling something new. And so I was like, here's how you need to position and sell group coaching programs so that people understand the value. And, and so we had that, uh, that call and, and afterwards I was like, how do you feel with the, you know, with what we're going to do moving forward on these calls? He's like, okay, I feel much better. He had two calls the next day and then two calls the day after that already scheduled. So he goes the next day and boom, he closes both clients. Now this is funny. The first client said, Hey, I, 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 I want it, but I can't afford it at three grand. The next two calls he had, both clients chose what we call a VIP upgrade. So with a group coaching program, you can have your normal program. And on top of that, you can have an upgrade, which is like bonus 1v1 calls, you know, bonus group coaching calls, different bonuses, different things added. So the next two clients sign on board and opt for the VIP upgrade, which was five grand. So he messages me and he goes, dude, it's been 24 hours since we've last talked and I've collected $10,000 cash. The last two calls, they both signed and they both wanted the VIP upgrade. And, and that was after we made tweaks to his presentation on how to deliver things differently. And so right, right then, right, as soon as the first domino falls and you have the momentum, you're like, okay, this is, you understand your potential. 
And he's like, this is insane. So, right, we got him out of his head because oftentimes when you're in a sales slump, you're in your head. You're like, oh, I'm too expensive or my audience, I hear this one all the time, my audience doesn't have money. Trust me, they have money. You're just not demonstrating the value you have to offer them enough. That or your offer isn't good enough or your sales mechanism, your sales delivery, there's something broken there or your mindset is off, right? And so, boom, he had a $10,000 cash collected day. Then the day after that, he closed yet another client into VIP. And so he ended up going three for five on those first five calls and collecting $15,000 cash in a three-day period. All right, and so when you're in a sales slump, guys, you need to first recognize, right, look at the data. If, if it's just 0 for 1, you shouldn't you don't, don't need to freak out, but do get in touch with your coach or mentor, right? Get a second set of eyes looking at things. Again, if you go 0 for 5 on calls, there's definitely something wrong in your offer, your pricing, or um, your sales mechanism. All right, so get in touch with a mentor, right? I, it, it, when I pointed out these things to him, I asked him, are you doing this on the call? Did you do this on your first call? Did you do this? They're there things that we teach that you should always do. Did you ask these questions? He's like, man, I totally forgot to do the, you know, follow that framework. And, and so that's why you need a second set of eyes. I wasn't teaching him anything new. These were things that we already taught to him, but I was reminding him of that because oftentimes we get in the moment, we get busy, we're rushing to hop on a call and coming out of some other task and we forget to do the things that need to be done that move the needle. So you need that mentor, that accountability so that, right, things can change quickly. So um, those are, you know, and then I'll give you guys a third example. All right. Now we have a sales team. All right. And, uh, our sales team, uh, it was their vacation week. All right. And this was a month and a half ago. So, um, we, uh, what, what happened is they had uh, a really, really good first three weeks of the month. The fourth week of the month wasn't that great for them. And they, they didn't, they underperformed compared to normal. So I didn't freak out. It was just a week. So it wasn't like uh, a trend yet. It was an anomaly. And so I wasn't like freaking out per se. But then the week after that poor performing week was vacation week. So then all of a sudden they're gone. All right. And so I didn't want there to be two weeks in a row of lackluster sales or revenue compared to our average. So what did I do as the founder, as the leader, as the visionary, right? is I started taking sales calls on their vacation week because people wanted to get in touch with us. And when somebody wants to get in touch with you guys, here's a sales tip right now. Lean into this one. All right, when somebody wants to buy, you sell them. All right, you sell them. When somebody says, I'm interested, even if you're not ready, you hop on the phone with them and you close them. And here is why people's emotions change and people buy off of emotion. So if somebody, if you go, well, I'll be ready in two weeks, let's get on the call then, their emotion could change. Something could happen to their health. Something could happen to whatever. And all of a sudden their emotions off. They had a bad week at work and now they're just not that excited about it. They're not as motivated, whatever it is. People buy on emotions. Now it's important. First and foremost, you do this ethically, right? You always do everything you can to serve your clients. Now, when you do that, you can have confidence to close your clients because service is selling is serving. All right. And the reason you do that first, that you first, you make sure you're always going to do the best possible by your clients is to give you that confidence to sell with conviction. All right, because if you don't, and somebody is in a buying mode, they you want a new pair of shoes, and you know Amazon doesn't have the pair of shoes you want, doesn't have the Nikes you want, you're gonna hop on over to on Google, and you're gonna type in Nikes, and you're gonna find another store that has those Nikes, so you can get them shipped to you, so that you can wear them to the wedding or to you know on the holiday weekend, because you know you need the Nikes before you go to the dinner party or whatever it is, right? So you're gonna find a way to get them. Same happens with your audience. When they're ready to buy, they're like, oh, you're not available. 
I want a coach right now. I need a coach right now. I'm, I'm feeling, I really want to move this forward. If you're unavailable, I will go. I was considering your other, you know, this other competitor of yours. Let me see if they're available. That's what will happen. So, and oftentimes that competitor, when you are doing the best you can by your clients, that competitor is not going to care about the client result. So you're doing your audience a disservice by not closing them when they are ready because they will go to your competition. They will have a poor experience with your competition and then they will probably write off their dreams of being an entrepreneur or a coach or a consultant or anything else. Losing weight, dream relationship, health and wellness, right? They're just going to be like, well, this stuff doesn't work. You know, I, I don't know why I hired a coach. So then they're going to get resentful at the coaching industry because you weren't available or you convinced yourself that you were not ready. So always close when the prospect is hot. All right. That's a huge, huge, huge learning lesson there. All right. Um, and so those are a couple of things, right? And so what I did, right, is people wanted to book a call with us and vacation week for a sales team. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to have them have to wait a whole week. So I was like, I'll take sales calls. And I love sales. I have so much fun. I, I, I it's so much fun to me. I find it so fascinating. It's, it's one of those skill sets that nobody has mastered. You can always improve because it's, excuse me, there's a human element to it. So it's all about how you can connect with your audience and get to know them and all the different things. And and help them make the best empowering decision on their own behalf. And every personality is different. So it's just, a, it's never stale. I really enjoy it. So, and I, even if it wasn't vacation week for our sales team, every, um, every couple week or every couple months, I, I take several sales calls because I don't want to lose the skill set. And also, right, we had just had a, a poor performing week the week prior. And I wanted my sales team to come back and see that I had closed a bunch of clients so that they can hop back into it with confidence. Oh my gosh, we were gone, and while we were on the beach, Dino closed four clients, pay all paying fools, right? That's what I wanted. So that when they got back, I was like, hey guys, you know, and that's what happened. While they were gone, I took five sales calls. I closed four out of five, which is epic. And um, of the four that clients I closed, um, three of the four were paying fools. So that, it was just like the dream, right? So they got back and I was like, hey guys, how was vacation? Good, good. Rested, rested, charged, recharged. Cool, cool, cool. While you were gone, I went four for five on sales calls and three of the four paid in full. All right, so you guys were ready for this next week because you guys had a poor week prior to vacation. You're probably already in vacation mode in your mind. And um, and so we need to bounce back. And here's proof in the pudding. The audience has money. They want the product. They're ready to go. If you guys aren't going to close them, I will close them. That's Subtly, the message I gave, that's leadership, right? Showing them there's no excuses. You need to perform or I will perform. So that's another way to break out of a sales slump. If you have a sales team that's underperforming for a moment, get on the phone yourself, demonstrate how easy it is so that they can have that confidence as well. All right, and so that's how you break out of a sales slump, guys. I hope that was helpful. If you guys haven't heard, we have two super fly offers right now, including a money back guarantee. All right. And we cannot offer this to everyone because we work very closely with our clients. So we cannot offer a money back guarantee to a thousand clients because there's not enough time and we have to ensure you get results. Otherwise we don't get paid. So we we're invested in your success. So we can only take on a certain number of clients with our money back guarantee. So do not waste time. If you're interested in that, get in touch with us, find me on Facebook, go to our website, 
book a call with us right away. We will talk to you about that money back guarantee that we are 100% on so far. Wow. With every single client, we've offered that too. They've more than doubled their money back very, very fast. And most of them, it's like a 20 or 30X. So we're very confident in our offer and working with our clients and what we're able to do. We have over 500 testimonials and it's exciting. And now I'm just ranting and raving about us, but I had to sneak that in. Anyways, I hope this was helpful, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. And that is it. Hey, Dino Gomez here. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to head on over to thesecretsofcoaching.com for more resources, downloads, videos, and cheat sheets to help you grow your online coaching business. All right, and if you picked up a cool tip or strategy from this particular episode, we would love a five-star review where every single month we choose one lucky winner to win access to one of our coaching programs. All right, so that is it for this episode, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.